0: Welcome to the Booze-Filled to Spirit-Filled podcast. I am your host, Jamel Godlewski. I realized the last two episodes were relatively short. The steps that I outlined, I made them kind of sound easy. So I thought on this episode, I would share my own struggles. Now I'm going to be vulnerable, so... Like, if you see me in public, don't try to come up and give me a hug. I mean, you can send me a message if you want, because it's not easy for me to be vulnerable. But I think in order for you to really, I guess, try to relate to what I'm saying and understand that spiritual formation is a process and there's ups and downs and circles and steps forward and steps backward. We're all on this journey of, I hope, trying to be transformed and trying to grow. I mean, I'm telling you all of this at age 50. For years, I knew I was different. I knew that, yeah, growing up, I was a tomboy. But I knew I was different when it even came to sports, like I took competitiveness to a whole new level. And as I looked around my team, even my coaches, I thought, doesn't anybody else feel the way I feel? I remember in middle school and high school, basically hiding my feelings, hiding my thoughts, because, I mean, people would think I was crazy if I told them. I just knew I was different and why can't, why can't I be like everybody else? There was a part of me that didn't really want to, but then there was a part of me that was like, it would kind of be nice to belong to something. I was somewhat of a chameleon. I could, I could be a jock. I could be in band and I was, I could be smart. I mean, I am smart. I know people look at me and think, you're smart? No, really, I was. I am. I graduated in the top seven. So I fit in that group. I could be a partier. I I fit in that group. I was like a chameleon. But I can't say I necessarily really felt like I belonged in any of them. I was good at fitting in. But I never felt like I belonged because, well, I'm not really sure I accepted myself for who I was. I'm not sure that in my own heart and mind I was really good enough. I was just different. So this is hard, everybody. I get that. As I've grown in my spiritual walk. I've really come to accept the fact that it's okay to be different. It's okay to be a square peg. It just means you don't fit in the round holes. It's okay to wanna play the banjo in a song, or it's okay to be the cowbell. It just means that you don't belong in every band, I guess. But I had to come to accept that, that I really, I'm goofy. I love to sing karaoke and just be silly. It kind of comes natural. I am competitive. I really don't like to wear dresses. Like, why does that, does that mean there's something wrong with me? I mean, no, it's not every girl's dream to be a princess and have a big wedding, and go to prom, and blah di blah blah di blah I was telling one of my kids the other day, when I say kids, I'm talking about the kids I work with in an after-school program and teenagers I work with. Anyway, I was saying that I remember when I was a senior, and I had no desire to go to prom. I mean, there was a part of me that was like, well, one, no boy's going to ask me, and Two, if I went to prom, that means I'd have to wear a dress and probably makeup, and that didn't sound appealing at all. So I didn't want to go to prom. So a friend and I bought tickets to Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. And my mom, she was kind of the strict mom. um, So a couple things about buying these tickets to Aerosmith is, one, I didn't ask for permission, concert was in Detroit, Michigan. Now it wasn't the same night as prom. But when it came time to where I needed to tell my mom what I had done, I wrote her a letter. I said, mom, I don't really want to go to prom. So instead of going to prom, I want to go to this concert. And you don't have to pay for anything. I already did it. And I'm 18. And so you kind of got to let me go blah, yada, yada, yada. I mean, I did, I went, I didn't make them necessarily the best decisions regarding what I partook in there and back. But it just comes that I'm, I was different and I had, to, I had to accept myself. I think my parents maybe accepted me more than I did myself. Like they always believed in me, unconditional. I know not everybody has that. But as I've grown, well, I've started to accept myself. And I think there's a part of us that we want to be accepted unconditionally for who we are. Like, who's going to believe in me? Just Jamel. Not Jamel, the basketball player. Not Jamel, the student. Not Jamel, the mom. Not Jamel, the director of a nonprofit. Just Jamel as a human being. What group does this different, weird kind of Jamel belong to? And it's okay that I maybe just have a handful of friends. It's okay that I'm different. It's okay that not everybody understands how I do connect with God. As I'm recording this, I'm actually in an apartment in downtown Indianapolis, one block from the circle. I don't know, maybe a month or so ago, I know I needed to get away and not to escape, but I needed to get away to clear my brain and to really put forth my heart and my mind into my ministry, this, my podcast and my website and growing as Jamel Godlewski. And so I did, I made plans and I didn't tell anybody. Why? Because I didn't need to. I told one person, that was it. Cause I didn't want someone to talk me out of it. I didn't want someone to check in on me. I didn't want, like, I just, I needed some space, and I don't need to explain that to people. It's who I am, and I'm okay with that, but it's been hard, everybody. I started going to therapy a couple months ago, and maybe not this last therapy appointment, but the one before that, I was talking to my therapist, and I'm like, am I crazy Like, are you, do I need locked up? (laughs) Why didn't God make me so different? At least in my viewpoint, different, right? So I believe in therapy and Jesus. I had to process that, process that. And it's with somebody that doesn't know me. He just knows me as a therapist and me being Jamel. That's it. Doesn't know anything about me. But I needed to process all of that. Yesterday as I was was walking, in my brain I said, I want to be long. But then I don't want to be boxed in. Like I'm a wanderer. I'm an adventurer. I don't want there to be limits, I guess. I don't like boundaries. I like to explore. I understand there needs to be routine and schedule. I live like that. But there's got to be a lot of flexibility in it for me. I guess I was thinking about the fact that I'm 50, right? I don't have a normal job. For years, my daughter didn't really know what I did as far as how do we have money to pay bills? And honestly, it was... When COVID hit and we were kind of in lockdown and she was like, oh, this is what you do. (laughs) Yeah. I had to find my niche and accept the fact that people don't have to get it. But it's me. I want authenticity. I want real. I want silliness at times. I want serious conversation, but then I want laughter. I just want it to be organic, not forced. I like community. I want to grow in community. This has been really hard for me, everybody. I would go to big churches just so nobody, I could sneak in and nobody would know who I was. I've been in churches where everybody knew who I was, and you would think, "Oh, that's community." No, because I felt like there was something I had to live up to to be me. Community, I want to just—I want it to be organic, like it just—it comes naturally for those that are there. I think it can. So I really wanted to spend this episode just saying that it's okay to struggle. It's okay. I've had to have a lot of conversations with God, still do. Conversations with mentors and coaches and therapists on accepting myself for my uniqueness and connecting with God on ways that I can. And I do, even if it doesn't make sense to anybody else. So if you're starting this journey, if you're on this journey, and you're struggling, it's okay. It's okay. I did not arrive here. I'm 50 years old now, and I look back to, well, 25 years ago. I look back to 20 years ago and where I was at. It's a journey, everyone. I just don't want you to feel alone on this journey. I really do want you to know that you can reach out. I'm more than welcome to talk with you and share with you information, my own struggles, tidbits of of wisdom, if I have some. If you haven't checked out my website, I have a blog every week and um, certainly find me on social media. Uh, You'll learn a little bit more about me that way, especially some of my goofy self. Anyway, I want you to know you're not alone. So even though this season of podcasts about spiritual formation can be difficult and kind of deep, I really do want to walk through it with you. So next episode, I'm going to get back on track. And I want to talk you through what are some specific spiritual disciplines. I'm using a book called Invitation to a Journey. It's by Robert Mulholland, um, but the expanded version has Ruth Haley Barton, um, has some notes from her in it. And I'll be using that for the next podcast about spiritual disciplines. So tune in and share with others so they can tune in as well. And we're gonna, we're gonna keep moving forward, everybody. Love God, love yourself, your unique self, and stay safe. See you next episode.